0: Hello, this is Ethan Rothstein.
1: And Timothy Custer.
0: And we're doing a podcast today talking about genius and independence. Yeah. And so I guess the first question I'll ask you, Timothy, is what uh, kind of correlation do you see between the two? Uh,
1: I think a lot of people that can be con- considered geniuses uh, don't really follow a, like a route anyone gives them. They're all kind of independent there in their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a quote, actually, I just thought of. I think it's by like, Albert Einstein or someone. And it's like... Uh, I don't know the exact quote, but he pretty much says like every uh, person that's genius has a little bit of madness in them, which isn't directly correlated to like independence. But if someone's considered mad or crazy, they're obviously doing something different than everyone else.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing I found when researching was that a lot of, um, at least uh, in modern society, there's not a lot of time for independence with um, a lot of traditional work, you know, the 9 to 5 or going to school um, from whatever is it, 8 to 2, 8 to 3. And there's all this kind of these strict guidelines and this regimented routine. And I remember when I was researching, I came across a story for about how Albert Einstein worked a boring desk job. I think he was a mailman. And it was during these years of just sitting at a desk job, not doing anything in this time that he had to himself to think. And that's how he came up with theory of relativity, I think. Um, it could contribute to the creativity crisis, the lack of independence could contribute why people aren't necessarily considered geniuses anymore?
1: Yeah, yeah, honestly, I could see that too. Especially with like the way America—I mean, not to dish on America—but the way America handles their school system, uh, with all the standardized testing and like the No Child Left Behind, mm-hmm. it doesn't really give kids any breathing room to be themselves when they're mm-hmm. all just following the same curriculum.
0: Yeah, and I think—I um, mean—the thing about genius is it's really just a—it's a just an exceptional amount of creativity, and I think uh, it can definitely relate to the creativity crisis. And what you what were talking about with schools, um, yeah, it's, it's all kind of very just standardized funneling towards like one common goal, when instead of kind of playing off of, uh, people's strengths. And another Einstein quote actually that I was, I found when I was researching was, uh, it's about how he said, if you judge a fish by its ability to, to climb a tree, you know, uh, it's gonna think it's stupid its whole life. But Everybody has their own little quirks, their own little uh, imperfections that make them go. And I think maybe allowing more independence would uh, lead kids to find uh, their, their own genius, I suppose.
1: That's a pretty good quote, actually. Uh, and yeah, I'd agree with that. So I guess another question is do you think the general education program allows people to be creative?
0: Um, for me personally, I've always defended uh, gen eds. I know a lot of people think that they're kind of a waste of time. And to a certain extent, there are classes I've taken that have been like that. But I honestly, I really enjoy my gen eds. I think having a multidisciplinary approach can really enhance, like, your understanding of a concept. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on gen eds?
1: No, I actually agree with you for the most part. Um, the gen eds I've taken, at least, haven't been, like, that restricting, I don't feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I learned about in them is pretty interesting in some way or another. Or if it's not interesting, it, it's at least trying to teach you, like... A way to go about something. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, if that makes sense. Definitely, I think
0: it teaches you ways to think, um, to think about, think about the world. You know, the, the yeah. hard sciences teach you more analytical ways. Um, the humanities teach you more kind of theoretical and philosophical ways to approach problems. So I think just getting that, um, getting that well-rounded, a multidisciplinary approach is definitely, definitely helpful. But, something else
1: I also like about it. I'm not to cut you off. No, no, no. I like that it allows you to have like different classes right up the gate. Like I mean, obviously they're all different, but the way these teachers teach the classes in each of those clusters are completely different. Like mm-hmm. the science cluster is nowhere near like the uh, uh, what's one like psychology uh, um
0: critical thinking or whatever that is. Or? It, um, psychology, like what school is in? No, what
1: cluster under? Oh, uh,
0: psychology is cluster five, I think. Yeah, so but just
1: those two are completely separate yeah. in the way they're, they're taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I took geology for my lab mm-hmm. just because I thought I would like it and. I mean, I did like it, but that class was taught so much different than any other class I've taken here, mm. which I think adds to, like, creativity a little bit, because you're not just going to the same lecture hall every day. It's not mm. the same the same thing. Would
0: you say the gen ed you took uh, contributed to why you chose to be an independent scholars major?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess in a way, maybe they did. Because funny enough, I met Dr. Frana through uh, just trying to take some gen eds. Um, and he was teaching an honors course. And he's the one who really introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. But the gen eds, I, w- I would say, felt made me feel a little restricted. Uh, looking back, it's completely different. I don't feel that way. But uh, I just felt like I was taking my gen eds just to take them. And I wasn't taking any other classes that I actually enjoyed. Does mm-hmm.
0: that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, uh, and when you talk about the multidisciplinary uh, approach of gen eds, uh, it... It reminds me of something we talked about in class, Leonardo da Vinci, being just kind of this virtuoso, how he was an anatomist, um, he was an inventor, he was a painter, he was a sculptor, and he had all these different approaches, and it's why he was able to make so many scientific breakthroughs, and I think uh, it's something that was lost, you know, and as as we get to a more kind of standardized society, you're kind of forced into this one path that, um, when you turn, when you get into college, that you can't really experience other other fields of study and I think that takes away from some kind of I think there's something to be said for having a multidisciplinary insight, uh and I think that contributes a lot to genius.
1: No, I'd agree with you. That was actually a great connection. Um I that was really well said, yeah. Um I think being able to take this class like you were just saying, uh to like give you more of an insight into every field instead of the same thing over never really really helps. Yeah. Definitely, definitely.
0: Um do you have any last last thoughts on genius and independence? I don't think so, unless you do. Yeah. All right. That has been uh, Timothy and Ethan uh, talking about genius and independence. Thank you.